Hi folks, welcome to HashMap on Tap today. Thank you for listening to the show. I'm Kelly Koleffel, really pleased to be joined today by Anna Abramova. Anna's Director of Client Engagement and Partnerships at SQL DBM. They are a SaaS-based data modeling tool for cloud-based data platforms. Anna, hi, welcome to the show. What are you drinking today? Hey, Kelly. I am drinking kombucha today. Beautiful drink. Kombucha. A very cold, right out of the fridge. Interesting. Okay. Well, I don't know how you would drink kombucha warm. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... Uh, Not well, recommended. So give, me, give me a little sense. So are you a big kombucha? Is this a normal daily, weekly? I mean, where did you get introduced to kombucha? Uh, you know, you can actually make it yourself. It's pretty weird. You have like this little shroom looking thing in a big glass bottle and you could like keep keep adding water and would turn the water into kombucha or something like that. So I've tried that, but I do like the, the popular, you know, modern little version of it, right? That already bottled and in the fridge for you. So I like it since I was a kid, but now I, I do like it more because I don't have to make it. That's my story. <laughs> Very <laughs> the nice. Drink. No, I like it. So what, do you have a particular flavor today? This one says Trilogy. I think it's the standard one uh, from Synergy. Okay. I'm not okay. sure. Well, I'm not a, uh, and I'm not a kombucha aficionado by any means. In fact, I had to recruit my wife to sort of get one out of her stash so I've got the Health Aid Plus kombucha. It says be a rainbow chaser, which I like. It is orange vanilla and L-theanine, I think. Maybe I'm not pronouncing that right. And when I take a little taste, it's almost like a um, a vinegary beer. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it says well, it says happy on the bottle. Is that what it, it says is. on yours? Yeah, yeah, it so makes me. It does all... make me happy. It's got got a little kick to it. I like it. I like it. I, I'm going to nurse that through the show. I do, look at that. That is a. It's like 16 ounces, maybe. That is about a 16 ounce bottle, and I don't know if I'm going to make it through that whole thing though. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you. Don't worry. Yeah. It's all good. You yeah. don't have to like it, but it's good for your body. It's good. It's good. Um, oh, yeah. You know, probiotic kind of thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. First. First kombucha on the show. I like it. Well, all right. Well, again, welcome in. Let's get rolling. Why don't you, so take us through your background and always like to understand how people got into technology. Everybody's got a little bit different story. And then a little bit about your role as director of client engagement and partnerships at SQL DBM. Yeah, absolutely. It's an interesting one for me. Usually I'm the one asking questions because I do interviews too. So it's, mm -hmm. it's so nice. I get to share my story now. Yeah, so you're on the you're on the hot seat this time. <laughs> I'll make it short. I'll make it short. So my story is very simple, or not. You you get to judge. So like back when I went to school, I was graduating with economics degree, so like nothing with the technology. I was like, okay, I'm gonna count money. And then through time, I, I kind of started with SaaS companies. I was I guess all my background is in SaaS, software as a service. Uh, depends, right? Um, sometimes it would be a um, sales role. Other times it would be more like a client engagement role. Now I'm combining two in you know the world of SQL DBM. I get to kind of chat with the new customers and I get to chat with the existing ones. So it's it's really fun. I don't I don't do the same thing all over. I'm kind of combining the the best parts of the world, but it's a client facing role. So yeah, I'm in tech. 
but I'm not the most technical person on my team, right? I, I have, you know, I have the smart folks surrounding me, um, the engineers, the solution architects. So they're, they're the, the tech guys. I'm more like a business girl who understands the tech world and uh, loves it. So that's awesome. That's, that's the story. No, that's great. So I heard you're an economist. Supposed to be, yes. Economist, yeah. Don't don't ask uh, me. (laughs) (laughs) So you talked about SaaS code. Just curious, what were you looking for? And and it doesn't have to be about SQL DBM, but but what do you look for? What attracts you to a particular SaaS company? Because there are thousands of them out there right now. What 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 stands out to you when you when you look around and say, ooh, that would be a really cool company to to partner up with and, and do some cool things for? Wow, I guess them the company being a SaaS company is already like number one on the checklist. Cloud tech is something I follow closely right now. It could be in different right. We, it could be a cloud solution for tech people, but it could be cloud solution for I don't know accountants, whoever that is. Right, the audiences are always there. So, yeah, the fact that it's a SaaS company already is a thumbs up. And then yeah, yeah if it's just a useful tech. I'm probably more on the B2B side of things. So I, you know, consumer facing uh, products, I don't follow them too closely. So probably it's B2B SaaS, mid-market and enterprise level. So like those solutions that kind of are used by bigger teams. Yeah. Because I look a lot into this collaboration aspect of things. So when when we use solutions to help us communicate, you know, Email <laughs> is no longer a fun thing. No. I, I would love Slack much more. Yeah, and there's just anything anything that helps with communication across organizations. Yeah. I guess that's my kind of interest. Yeah, probably. No, I, I think people have given up trying to reach me on email these days. They know if they don't hit me <laughs> on Slack or maybe a, a personal a DM or, or message or something, it's hopeless. Hey, what? So what stage, though? I'm interested. What stage SaaS company are you talking? Do you get in with companies that just got you know, like pre-seed, seed round, series A, B, C? Where, where's that comfort level for you that, okay, either I want to take this massive risk with a you know seed or even a pre-A or I'm like, okay, B round, C round, what's what's your sweet spot there for a SaaS company? I would, yeah, definitely on the smaller side. Not the seed, well, the seed round, yeah, it's, it's pretty big risk. It could be fun though, but uh, in my, my sweet spot is right before you go big. <laughs> so so like, like that, pre, that, pre-series B or something like that? I guess that would be a good estimation. Yeah, if series A or B probably just once you already got some traction and some kind of like some proof of the fact that, okay, we're actually going far with this, there will be, there will be fun times to start looking at companies when they're like just blasting out or right before then. Well, a, a lot of times so early too, companies have to pivot multiple times because they think it, you know, the founders think it's a really good idea. And then it turns out to be either not a great idea or not great timing and something else ends up being, Ooh, this is the way we're going to go. And so, uh, yeah, it's tough. And then some just, you know, flat out don't make it. Okay. No, interesting. <laughs> so what about, okay, so SQL DBM, right? So talk a little bit. So this is a data modeling solution for cloud-based data platforms. Take me through some of the core tenets around it because data modeling has been around a long, long time. But I think the notion of doing data modeling in some of these cloud data platforms maybe is just now starting to take off. Give me a, a sense for where things are and and what those core tenets are. 
So you're right. It's been around for a while. Definitely. I not only know like the latest part of it and kind of I got to learn the history and see how, how the industry changed. So it used to be kind of like a standalone tool that would be used specifically, you know, there would be a position, you know, a person would say, well, I'm a data modeler, right? So I, I'm responsible for yeah. data modeling and um, maybe I would do it myself. Maybe I would use a tool, but I'm kind of the only person doing it. Or maybe they would like get a little team together. Now, what, again, that's not me making this up. This is me just listening to what our clients say. It's not a specific person that would say, well, I'm a data modeler. They might still have a couple like that, but it's uh, it's really kind of a process. We're talking about like a life cycle of things. And the data model, it's not built once. It's not like, oh, you build it and you're like, okay, see you in five years. They make changes constantly. So in this sense, uh, it's kind of like an evolving creature, your data warehouse, for example, grows, uh, your data model grows as well. So it changes. And uh, it's different teams, it's different people, it's different types of roles that utilize it. Right now, it's kind of like an important topic because everyone talks about, well, we want to be data driven. Uh, that's great, but how about fundamentals? And then mm -hmm. data modeling uh, would be one little piece of the fundamental structure. Are you, are you finding, Anna, that, that every customer is using something, some tool in the, if they've got a cloud data platform like Snowflake or BigQuery, they're using some sort of data modeling tool, or are you finding that really it's almost all greenfield and it's not being done as uh, extensively as you might think? And so it's not that the, you know, the markets, I guess I'm just trying to get a sense, are you guys trying to crack into a, a relatively greenfield market since the cloud data platforms are new, or are you trying to take market share away from really established vendors out there? It's kind of both, Kelly. So sometimes we would, our team would be engaged with a customer who is pretty much just figuring out things from scratch. They're like, well, we're just, you know, building everything from scratch. Tell us the best practices. Tell us the tools. And then they would have SQL DBM part of it as, you know, maybe supporting their Snowflake journey. But then half of the time, so it's kind of both equally. And then half of the time they would say, well, we already have an existing solution. Maybe there's something missing or we actually wanted, you know, we went with the cloud data platform, Snowflake, and uh, we want to have a cloud modeling solution to support that yeah. as well. So then, then we're like, yeah, then we're stealing them away from, <laughs> from a previous tool they've been using. Yeah. And I'm curious because, you know, there are what we find in working with clients, there are some clients that data modeling is front and center when we go in, oh, we've got to have, you know, this has to be laid out just right. We've got our ideas about how we want to do it. Then we have other clients that it's not really at the forefront. It's almost an afterthought. It's almost like, hey, I've got this you know, columnar data store snowflake, and I love the flexibility of it. I may not want to sort of wrap myself around a more rigid way of approaching this. And it, and it feels like that you guys are kind of sitting between that where you could, you could help both sides, somebody who's, who's very solid and strong, kind of long lived on the data model side, and somebody who doesn't quite know where to fall in that continuum between ultimate flexibility and sort of maybe ultimate rigidity. Yeah. And even if you took a take a look at the customer profiles, if I could say that way, yeah, all of them, they would fall under the category of, okay, data-driven organizations, but some yeah. of them would be enterprise level and they already have a lot of tools. They, they have 
you know, very specific process figured out. And then some of those would be smaller size companies. And then they are trying to be agile and they don't want to go and grab too many tools on the market. They're just kind of like taking things slow. SQL DBM serves both, both of them, both of the categories. Yeah. And then everyone in the middle too. Yeah. So no, no, there's no specific vertical. Again, it could be our customers. They could be B2C, B2B. They could be financial services. They could be yeah. consumer products, really healthcare, uh, manufacturing, software company. Yeah, cuts across. You name it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it sounds like if there are organizations where data is the product, certainly this would be a great fit. But anybody who's looking to be a data-driven organization kind of get that modern data stack in place, uh, SQL DBM could be a really good fit. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So let me ask you, so how quick, so, okay, love this solution. How, what's the general sense on kind of setup ramp? Do I have to get a bunch of new skill sets going? What's the, what's the typical ramp time where I can be productive as a new customer for SQL DBM? Oh, you can go right now and create an account in two seconds and start, start modeling. Hundred percent SaaS based, no cost uh, out of the gate. Yeah, it's 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 free to start. Like all the SaaS tools, <laughs> right? You you try it out. With no one asks a credit card, nothing. Yeah. yeah, with time you'll probably want to purchase an actual actual plan. But the start is easy. Account, uh, email, password, and you go. Love it. Is it a fourteen day free trial or or what? Yeah, it's a 14-day free trial Perfect. or, um, you know, a POC as they call it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So going forward, Anna, you guys are, you know, certainly on a really interesting journey right now. What do you, what do you see in the future? What, uh, what's, what's coming? What, what are your customers asking for? What are you guys trying to do going forward that is kind of uh, throughout the rest of this year? You know, you're right on spot. I actually just posted about this on, on my LinkedIn. It's pretty cool. I just personally like it. The fact that we're customer facing and also basing ourselves on customer feedback. Uh, we just kind of have to listen what they tell us and then implement it. That's kind of the, the magic, the success behind it. But right now, for example, we know that consumers are looking for uh, kind of like an ecosystem of tools that integrate with each other. So like they don't, no one wants, okay, a solution here, solution there. They want kind of a bridge between them um, or maybe a couple of different solutions that would work together, ideally in an automated way so that there is as less errors as possible. And uh, that's pretty much where SQL DBM is going. We just released, again, listening to customer feedback. They were asking for integrations with uh, Git repositories and that's what we did we just announced a big release uh, integrating so now their version control obviously sql dbm stores versions but they can now actually uh, integrate that with github gitlab bitbucket uh, azure devops uh, we released a couple so it's it's now not just your your tool that's separate it actually integrates with obviously it integrates with your snowflake it also integrates with your github and what i know is that we're we're going to add a lot more integrations and even on the communication side i told yeah. you right i'm big yeah. on communication yeah. we are looking as far as uh, slack and microsoft teams integrations 
Oh man, that that sounds great. And I love what you were talking about too. These uh, the integrations to help with the automation, and it, it reminded me, uh, you guys complement another technology. It comes up a lot, it seems like on on almost every talk that we do and every client conversation is DBT, DBT SQL DBM, really nice fit together. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to talk about the technical part. I've yeah. never used DBT. So you'll have to ask my my engineers, but. Definitely speaking with clients, I know they would probably use both or they would actually throw something else into the mix. So obviously with time, I would assume they would want to integrate integrate the two or integrate with something else as well. Yeah, I hear I hear it a lot for, through use cases, just kind of what customers share with us. You want as much help as you can get, right? So yeah. pick the best solutions, use them together and wait, uh, ideally wait till they integrate with each other. And <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. I, I don't know. Uh, again, yeah, don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. How's your kombucha doing, by the way? It's definitely a slow drink. See, I'm, uh, mm. I'm also not, mm-hmm. not getting too far with it. Um, no, it's a nice so, sipper for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Anna, how are you guys going to market today? We talked a little bit about what SQL DBM is, how, how are you getting the word out on SQL DBM and letting people know what you guys do and what the value is? You know, what worked really well for us is LinkedIn. It's kind of like, maybe it's COVID, maybe it's just, I'm very active uh, and uh, so is my team. LinkedIn has been a great conversation starter, not only for business, right, but for different types of partnerships and just kind of networking. They say LinkedIn is a networking event 24-7, and I certainly see it for for myself personally, but also for our company. That is great. Are you guys doing, you guys doing any paid uh, ads, paid social or anything like that? Or is it more just kind of the organic stuff that you're doing on LinkedIn and, and social in general? Just recently, I think, told someone we, we're very low on marketing spend. There's, yeah, yeah we, we don't. We're, we're do the same, pay, by the way. Ads. We don't do paid ads. Yeah. You know, word of mouth, I think, works so much better. Obviously, it's really hard to measure it, right? It's, I, I can't tell, like, oh, there's 100 customers we reached this week because of word of mouth, but I know it works. And that's pretty much the main driver. And just having a 100% product market fit. I mean, if, if there, that's a solution that the market needs, they're going to find you. Yeah. So, so how are you, I mean, you talked about you personally and your team getting out on LinkedIn. I mean, is, is that the main way that you're getting the SQL DBM voice heard out there is just starting those conversations organically on LinkedIn? And uh, any suggestions for anybody that's, you know, that's looking, maybe they're at a small SaaS startup or something like that, or maybe just wanting to you know, raise the profile of, of their brand and what their data teams are doing, any uh, suggestions you might have there for, for what, what has worked well and, and maybe some things that you still want to try that you haven't really uh, given a shot yet? Yeah, LinkedIn definitely recommended to everyone as well as all the the social, right? You never know where your your end customer is. Although if we speak about B2B space, it's more of like high level conversations, right? I don't really imagine, even if we did paid marketing, I don't really imagine how it will help with our branding and positioning if we had like an Instagram ad. (laughs) I just, I just, I just don't think. Do you guys do Insta or no? No, no, we don't even have an account. 
we don't okay. even have a, we want we, we actually had an instagram account and then we deleted it because we were like well that's not the target audience that yeah we are reaching and we yeah we just completely switched yeah. to twitter and linkedin and just kind of different different yeah. channels so no no facebook then either uh, no no facebook no. either <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I, I'm just actually, I'm, I'm not an, I'm not personally, I'm not an active Facebook user. I have an account, but I do go through the feed and I download and I'm, I'm sure Facebook has, has learned me by now. We're talking data, right? Uh, I download a ton of white papers or info, just all kinds of stuff. And maybe it's I'm interested in what everybody's doing and how they're marketing and everything, but I get presented with tons of stuff. So I'm, I'm probably uh, driving up the ad costs of many tech companies out there <laughs> <laughs> by, my, by, uh, my, my Facebook consumption. Yeah. The question is, is this, yeah. is this helping their brand in your eyes? Like, are you remembering them more yeah. because of it? That's, that's a yeah. good question to kind of think about. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I do think so have, it's kind of like you said, I mean, there's a lot of things that can potentially lead to a conversation with a client or potentially lead to a new partnership. And I think that, you know, like you mentioned, that notion of this 24-7 always on, there's always a potential for that. So, you know, take a shot. It just takes one, right? Right, right. So what what about, and how long have you been at SQL DBM? I've been a year and a half. Very, year and a half. Okay. yeah. Yeah, good, a good a good while. What are anything that stands out that you're most proud of so far in your tenure at SQL DBM? You know, I have a very cheesy answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's there's not a single thing that I would say I can fully hundred percent take credit for it. Um, it's always been a team effort, and they're the people that lift me up, that help yeah. me, and. Just kind of like maybe maybe what I contributed to, hopefully I did, is uh, kind of having this really collaborative vibe and environment where, where people can share ideas, work together, support each other, and uh, learn from each other. So teamwork is something we, we really treasure. And, you know, I look up to folks who teach me collaboration and kind of being myself and sharing ideas. And I, I do the same. And it's just kind of this little nice vibe of um, acceptance and learning from each other is that collaboration and in, in that group or community that you've created is that internal or is it also external i'm actually i'm talking about internal internal uh, okay yeah but uh, definitely external communication that feedback loop with clients i guess that's kind of our internal energy spilling on onto the world as well yeah i mean i look we mentioned dbt a while ago and the team over there i think they're I think there's Slack community right now, somewhere around 14, 15,000. And uh, I mean, just incredible. It's a lot of messages. <laughs> I can't keep up, but uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it seems like an active community there. Very, very, very active. We're actually looking at potentially doing, we, we have, uh, we don't monetize any of the utilities or anything that we build, but we've got about 1,500 Snowflake customers using some of our things like Snowflake Inspector and Profiler. And, and I've, Kind of asked the marketing team to to see, hey, you know, what could we do to to start building a little bit more of a commun external community based approach around this, and you know, start getting some more feedback and you know, feature requests, different things like that. So, uh, be interesting to see if we can get that uh, pulled together this year. But uh, I did, are you guys doing anything like that to to try to bring in the 
you know, customers and just the community in general externally? Or are there other thoughts here on how, how that might work best for you? Kelly, I definitely agree with you. Community is, you know, is the future of yeah. even like, even when we talk about brand marketing and brand awareness, uh, no one wants to be talked at anymore. Audience wants to be, wants you to talk with them kind of. Yeah. So, you know, when we talk about marketing or getting the word out there, education or kind of content that's learning content or, or sharing, right? Like, just like DBT has like, Hey, uh, do you have any suggestions? What should I, what should I use? Uh, I see SQL DBM pop, 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 um, uh, up there sometimes, but basically the, that communication kind of between people rather than brand talking to the audience, that's the future. And, uh, we're not doing anything similar today. We used to have, and we still do have a forum, uh, where folks submit feature requests and uh, we kind of collect votes so yeah. basically the things we release are the ones that collected the most votes uh but it's very um you know very feature specific today so like it's it's only about the tool i would want ideally to add more onto other tool suggestions or best practices or peer-to-peer advice something like that would be very interesting we'll see we'll see where we go with it yeah, cool. No, keep me up to date on that. Hey, I always like to throw this one out. Anything that we haven't talked about that you would like the audience to know or just anything you want to give visibility to that you guys are doing that we haven't talked about already? I don't want to be in a walking ad, but uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely my invitation. Talk to our team if data modeling is something you are trying to bring into the company or if you need a cloud solution instead of desktop one very much recommended but i just like talking to people and learning their stories so um what i guess one thing i would throw out there is if you know someone wants to share their data story we're looking uh, at um it'll be kind of one of our internal productions where we'll be telling stories of it could be our customer or not doesn't matter just it could be about snowflake or not doesn't matter we'll be talking about stories of uh leaders or teams who, you know, initiated a cloud migration or cloud transformation. And we are looking to share those. So cool. if um, I know maybe you guys at HashMap uh, could tell us a story too. We, could, we have a, we have a couple. Yeah, see? <laughs> we could share see? it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Well, is there a link to submit or they, uh, someone just reaches out to you or what? How, do, how would we do it? It will be soon. It will be soon. Uh, it'll be initiating the process because we do have, um, I know if you're reading our medium, we do have articles that we post, but uh, yep. they're all about like us telling stories, but the next one will be kind of like, kind of like us interviewing people and then telling their, their, their stories, um, their okay. data stories. I like it. Very, very cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll share more later. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No, we'll keep an eye on it. All right. A lot of fun. Anna, uh, how about, would you be able to do a lightning round before we wrap up? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm in. Good, good. All right. Technology that you cannot live without in your role at SQL DBM. I already think I know what the answer is, but. Slack. <laughs> Slack. See, I thought you were going to go LinkedIn and you went Slack. See, I would, both, I would, I, both. I don't know. <laughs> I both LinkedIn and Slack. I could survive. I think I could survive on just the two of them. Oh, well, maybe Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. 
Google Apps too. Uh, no, but um, no, that's good. What about? Do you have a favorite cook at home meal or takeout delivery meal that you enjoy on a regular basis? Um, yes, um, a little promotion. I do um, recommend Beyond Burgers. I'm vegan, so I love them and um, cook them all the time because it's the easiest thing. Yeah. Oh, very nice. That sounds good. And you're in SoCal, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. It's uh, beautiful today here. I'm yeah, one of our uh, one of our folks who work with a lot is in uh, is in the San Diego area. Do you have a favorite spot in in Southern California that you enjoy? Oh, in San Diego, all of it. Maybe maybe uh, Coronado. You know oh. this little island. Yeah. Um, next to the city, I I ride my bike there a lot, and the view is just beautiful. So that's that's probably my little favorite spot. How long have you been in that area? Whew. About six years now. Six years six, in San Diego. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, eight years in California overall. I'm never leaving. Don't yeah. yeah, don't get me started. I love yeah. this place. Yeah, it's it's uh, once you're once you're embedded in, it would be very very hard to leave. Um, what about, and maybe you don't, but I mean, for me, I've got to unplug a little bit from tech for a while, whether it be daily or weekly, anything that you're, is your go-to for unplugging from tech? For me, it's meditation, yoga, kind of all of those mindfulness yeah. Uh, yeah. activities. Favorite yoga pose? Oh man, the warrior. <laughs> I like it. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, last thing. Uh, is there another company that you are watching? Now, you can't say Hashmount. Another company you're watching closely right now you've got your eye on? I don't know if I can pick one. Uh, yeah. um, I would say all the cloud folks in our industry, in the cloud analytics space, Snowflake itself, uh, Alation, DBT, SQL, DBM, Fivetran, and Matillion. Probably they're the ones I'm, I hear them every day and I, I just kind of learn yeah. about them all. Well, one of our, one of our uh, engineers, architects posted, I think it was a 2021 data engineering company list on, uh, on Slack. And, and it was, it was, it's just a one chart, but it had all these different categories and there must've been had to have been 250 companies on there. And I would say probably maybe I knew a fifth of them. The other, you know, four fifths, I says, wait a minute, I better go check these guys out. All the usual suspects, but then a whole flurry of other ones as well. So really a, uh, a booming space right now. A lot of fun to be in. Yes, I like it. It's um, every, every week something new happens or every month. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Anna, I really appreciate you joining the show today. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. All right. Awesome. Well, thank, I look forward to keeping up with everything at SQL DBM and, and definitely uh, keep us posted on that opportunity to share data stories too. That'd be really, really cool. And thank you to everyone that listened today. Really appreciate everybody and encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Visit us at hashmapinc.com. We'll link up Anna's information as well in the show notes. And uh, as always, send us any feedback or comments. We will see you soon on another episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to HashMap on Tap. Be sure to subscribe for weekly new episodes and visit HashMap's Medium blog for new data and cloud technology perspectives. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, please visit the HashMap on Tap page on HashMap's website. 
We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in.